0: 910 a.m. interview of the week here on the Guadalupe Radio Network in North Texas. I'm Dave Palmer, host of the program and uh, we are going to be talking uh, this is going to be an interesting interview of the week because uh, we are going to have a special guest here in uh, about uh, 5 to 10 minutes and there's another special guest in studio as well so uh, this is kind of an interesting one we're going to be piecing things together if all works out as planned but what we're talking about uh, is a men's conference that's coming up it's called Experitus 2021 And it is sponsored by the North Texas Catholic Brothers for Christ. And I am delighted to have the music minister of the Brothers for Christ, Manny Trevino, uh, in with me to talk about this event, which is going to be Saturday, November 6th at Good Shepherd Catholic Community Parish in Colleyville, 8 a.m. to 1230 p.m. with a very, very special speaker who I'll let Manny uh, introduce. Uh, Manny, uh, thanks for coming in and good to see you.
1: Well, hello Dave, thank you so much for giving us this opportunity to to share with the people uh about what we have coming up. Uh yes, we are uh Catholic Brothers for Christ, uh we are a men's movement, and uh we actually are committed to building the body of Christ, uh uniting brothers together, witnessing the gospel in all areas of our lives, and of course building uh programs for our community. So, uh, as you mentioned, we have a fall conference coming up. It is in, uh, it is going to be, uh, on November 6th, uh, from 8 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. at Good Shepherd Community, uh, Catholic Community, and the location for that is, uh, 1000 Tinker Road, Colleyville, Texas. And I know you're anxious to hear who's coming.
0: Yeah, let's go ahead and let the cat out of the, out of the box. Okay. This is, uh, I will say this is somebody who I've seen live a few times, and yes. he is just outstanding and a very appropriate speaker for this year as well. So let's pretend there's a drum roll. And uh, who is going to okay. be the speaker for the conference?
1: So Father Don Calloway, Father Donald Calloway from the Marians of the Immaculate Conception uh, will be coming and talking to us at this conference uh, I'm sure many of our, our listeners have heard of Father Callaway as he has led or he wrote a book for the consecration, uh, to Saint Joseph.
0: Never heard of it. What are you talking about? Oh. No. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. My family and I did it. That's a yes. wonderful, wonderful book. Yes. <laughs> yes, it
1: is. And and it's, it's especially powerful for men because it, it gives us an insight and a growth of uh, trying to follow the way Saint Joseph was. Yeah. And, uh, in doing so, uh it It brings you closer to Jesus it brings you closer to uh following the way he the way he led his family yeah and and yeah. it can help us lead our family so uh again uh we have Father calloway coming up on November sixth uh there are uh limited seats, so uh we need to make sure. That, uh, we, we get in quickly, as quickly as we can.
0: Yeah. And like 300 total seats. And, uh, it's kind of a long story as to why that's the case, but uh, it is the case. And so if you're listening to this right now and, uh, you're down to just a couple of weeks, uh, until this event. So please, uh, get your tickets. You can go to, am I, am I right? Catholic Brothers for That is correct. Uh, okay. Catholic Brothers for And again, Experitus 2021 Fall Conference with Father Donald Calloway speaking about and this is going to be really the last um, you know month of the year of St Joseph so really this is coming to a close That
1: is correct and I'm I'm pretty sure he will mention that uh how how it's coming on December the 8th is when the year ends and uh but he's also going to provide us means and ways to continue our our commitment our consecration with St Joseph and continue living the life that uh that St Joseph demonstrated for us so um
0: yeah, all right. Well um the, the the special surprise that we have, as I kind of alluded to at the beginning of this broadcast, is that we have uh, done an interview with Father Calloway talking about himself. I think most people know who he is, but he is just a gifted, gifted speaker, and what a story he has. And I, I sometimes think he, he may think you know everybody's already heard his stories, so I don't know if he's gonna tell it or not, you know, getting kicked out of Japan and you know, following the grateful dead around and just really living a, a dissolute life. He wasn't the the kind Kind of young guy that people would say you're going to be a priest one day. I mean, but uh, he always talks about these little these little Filipino ladies that uh, right. just pray him. Uh, and and uh, so, um, anyways, the um, the event is Experitus 2021. Limited seating. Uh,
1: what what is the cost for tickets, Manny? The cost per ticket is twenty five dollars. Oh, that's nothing. But uh, now here's a special thing. You know that this is a men's conference. Yeah. Of. Yeah. Well, uh, for, just for this conference, we are, uh, asking, we are inviting their, uh, uh, their spouses, women, uh, for women to attend. Oh, okay. So, so, uh, it's gonna get even. It's going to get full even faster than <laughs> than normal. <laughs> That's because, right. Uh, right.
0: So really, we only have really room for 150 200 men, to if, depending on if they are bringing their spouse or not. Right. That is right? correct. That is yeah. Correct. Okay. Well, let's uh, let's go ahead and go to the interview with Father Calloway and uh, the, and and play that, and then we're going to come back with Manny and uh, just give some of the details again about how to get tickets and uh, some of the, the, the highlights uh, and, and other things that are going on at this event as well. It won't just be a talk from Father Calloway. There's, there's more to it as well. So uh, we're talking about the Experitus 2021 Fall Conference sponsored by the North Texas Catholic Brothers for Christ. And you can go to catholicbrothersforchrist.com. Speaker will be Father Donald Calloway. It's Saturday, November 6th from 8 until 1230 p.m. So it's really just the first half of the day. So so here is my interview with Father Donald Calloway. All right. Happy to have on the line with me Father Donald Calloway. As Manny has said, he is going to be the speaker on November 6th. Father Calloway,
2: uh, thanks for being with me. Good to, good to talk with you. Oh, you bet. No problem. Love, love doing this kind of stuff and supporting good events.
0: You know, I was uh, blessed to emcee an event uh, a couple of months ago down in San Antonio where you were the keynote speaker and I thoroughly enjoyed your talk then. I'm excited about what you're going to be doing on November 6th. The impression I got was that you're, you're really enjoying (laughs) talking about uh, St. Joseph during this year. And I'm just curious what, how would you describe how this year has been for you personally? You must have been just traveling everywhere talking primarily about this topic. How, how's this, uh, your St. Joseph treated you so far?
2: It's, it's been amazing. I mean, I have to say even in, you know, light of the whole world situation. Yeah. I, I, really didn't slow down with my travel. Um, I was bouncing across crisscrossing the country and it's been great to see what, uh, you know, prayer groups are doing men's groups, women's groups, conferences, parishes. It's been off the charts. I mean, uh, I kind of don't want the the year of St. Joseph to end, but, um, <laughs> you know, it's, it's just been amazing. You
0: well, know. you got the Pope to do it one year. Maybe he could have a sequel year next year. <laughs> well,
2: yeah. There you go. Year of St. Joseph, too. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> has there been a week this year that you have not spoken, or has it just been nonstop?
2: It's been nonstop. Um, and, you know, when you factor in all the Zoom stuff, you know, I've been doing those kind of things almost every single day, So yeah. and and worldwide, you know, in the Philippines or you know, around the world. So I've been up sometimes at 2 a.m. doing these things.
0: Yeah. You know, my my family and I did the consecration and really enjoyed it. I kind of went into it thinking, you know, I think I know everything about St. Joseph. I don't know what I'm going to learn. And I was shocked at how much I actually learned. And every night was just this new revelation. What are you hearing now that you've had, gosh, you know, 10, 11 months of uh, the year of St. Joseph and talked to so many people? What are people taking away? I I should mention the name of the book. I think most people know, Consecration to St. Joseph, The Wonders of Our Spiritual Father by Father Donald Calloway. What are you hearing from people who have gone through the consecration?
2: It's remarkable. I mean, I've I've heard of families, um, you know, coming together, marriages being restored, men coming out of the addiction to pornography, um, even physical healings. A lady in Texas actually talked. She was terminally ill uh, with cancer. And they did Her and her husband did the consecration. And at the end of it, um, the cancer was gone. The doctors had no explanation for this. They gave everything to St. Joseph. So, it's extraordinary. I mean, the, the blessings that are coming are just uh, off the charts, really and truly.
0: Yeah, And so much of the book is highlighting the fact that, you know, especially during the last couple of hundred years, the, the devotion to St. Joseph is really picking up steam, but still, I, I think you would have to say, and that the, most people would agree, it's it's not where it needs to be. Do you, do you think mm-hmm. the book and the year of St. Joseph in general uh, worldwide has kind of moved the needle in that regard? Is, is he getting the, the spirit respect he deserves or how would you assess that
2: yeah I think we're, we're getting there for sure I mean you know the year of st. Joseph will end but you know I don't think things are going to be the same he's um, strong now in, in the devotional life of the church I think we're going to see this momentum continue I think there's going to be more books come out people are going to have more beautiful statues and images in their parishes and things and homes I think we're just getting started
0: yeah a lot of people and maybe it'll come out you're talking November 6th may not know that you had actually petitioned the Vatican I don't know I forget did you write directly to to, uh, Pope Francis and were uh, Mm. perhaps very instrumental in this year did they did they ever acknowledge that or was there any kind of response Mm. saying that was one of the reasons or is that just kind of speculation of, 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 of why this year was was called in the first place
2: yeah, it's kind of funny. I mean, I wrote that letter in May of 2019 asking the Pope to declare a year of St. Joseph, um, and I never got a response back from him, which, you know, I understand that. He's busy. He's got things to do. Um, but I did get a response back from Cardinal Piacenza um, over in Rome, and so there definitely is a connection, really. I mean, uh, you know, I don't, I don't need a trophy or acknowledgement or anything. I'm just glad that St. Joseph is getting that, you know, that honor and, and and notoriety that that he deserves.
0: Yeah, one of the things that struck me from your talk, and I, I think it's mentioned in the book as well, if, if memory serves, is that the 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 the, uh, the physical um, bodily assumption of Saint Joseph that you say mm. that that this perhaps might be something that the Church will declare, and there's certainly reason to believe mm. that he he could have uh, bodily assumed like Our Lady. Uh, do, mm. do, has, has there been any chatter at, at the Vatican, or do you do you think that that's something mm. that might we might see in our lifetime that kind of a declaration?
2: yeah it's hard to say i mean it's it's not a teaching of the church yet it's a pious belief and it's been held by many saints and even by popes um, saint pope john the twenty third in recent times actually believed it um so we'll see you know we leave it up to the Holy Spirit guiding the church uh, to to i mean I think it'd be fantastic but you know, I'm not the Pope,
0: so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, the 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 event on November 6th that you'll be coming to speak that we're talking about here is going to be for men. It's the, the North Texas Men's uh, Group, but they can bring their spouses if they have them and the spouses want to come. What's the message? Because you know Saint Joseph is the patron saint of uh, you know fathers and husbands, and he tends to be more you know masculine related. Uh, what's mm. uh, maybe a little preview or or what's the message for married couples
2: well, I think you know I think most people would acknowledge we 've got a real crisis today in in families and in marriages. People are confused. you know what does it mean to be a husband, a father? What does it mean to be a man and and I think that um, by looking at saint joseph we're going we 're going to shore this thing up're we 're going to get back to some fundamentals and that 's going to help everybody that 's going to help women that 's going to help wives that 's going to help mothers and um, I'm, I'm delighted to hear that women are going to be able to come because I think it's uh, it's important that uh, everybody goes to St. Joseph uh, in these crazy times that we're living in.
0: Yeah. And a friend of mine many years ago, even be, be well before this year of St. Joseph, he he would always get on, uh, you see so many images of Our Lady and Jesus. I mean, it's a very, very common, uh, you know, no, nothing wrong with it inherently, but he would always say, put Joseph in there, put Joseph, we need the whole holy <laughs> family. <laughs> do you have that same uh, desire? Does Not that it bothers you, but when you see Our Lady yeah. and Jesus, just the two of them, do you, do you feel like there's, you know, something missing or, or whoa, tell, tell me mm-hmm. your thoughts on that
2: yeah I mean I I have and I think you know this kind of closes the gap this this brings us full circle because he was vital to this whole you know beginning of Christianity to the life of our Lord as he was growing up and the faithful you know uh, spouse of our lady and he's our spiritual father you know he's a patron of the church so yeah we need to do that and and we need to have beautiful presentations of him because sometimes when you would see him (laughs) You know, he would be look like he was 120 years old, or just a shadow in the background. So, you know, it's it's good to you know make him look more attractive and and strong and masculine, and and also you know put him put him where he can be seen. I I think that uh, I think that's going to start happening big time.
0: Yes, you're a big advocate uh, and believer that Joseph was young uh when he 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 was not an old man married to a, a young Mary. Is that something that? the church can or will ever declare, or is that going to always remain just a, a matter of uh, opinion among theologians and scholars?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it's an interesting thing, because after my book came out, um, uh, one of my favorite theologians, Dr. Brant Petrie, um, he actually unpacks the New Testament and says that actually it's in the New Testament, the age bracket, that he was. It, we don't have time to go into that here, but it's it's the Greek word that's used for when it describes... Mary was betrothed to a man named Joseph. The word that's used for man in Greek refers to a specific age bracket. He would have been between the age 28 and 45. So we're, that stuff is going to continue to be unpacked because it's been hiding under our noses for 2,000 years, right in the scriptures. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's this is huge. We're on the verge of some major, major stuff with Saint Joseph.
0: And and, do you, and is is this something that the the church Can declare or even claim to know or is it uh, is, you know, could a pope put out something saying I think he was a young guy or or, Uh does it matter in the big picture if somebody believes he's old is uh, I know I know it matters a lot to you, but uh, is it something that you Mm. think you think should officially be declared?
2: Well, I don't think that the church would make a declaration like he was 30. You know, we haven't even done that with the Blessed Virgin.
0: You know, we don't,
2: no encyclical has said she was 14 or 16. You can hold those things as pious beliefs and traditions, and that's fine. Um, And I think the same thing will be true with St. Joseph. Um, I think the important thing here is to acknowledge that, you know, um, what was required of him and just the anthropological demands on him for those 30 years— in all likelihood, he was a lot younger than he's been depicted in art.
0: Yes. Talk about purity. You mentioned how men through this year of St. Joseph been able to, to kick uh, the habit of porn and, and that kind of thing. Mm. I, I heard, I, is you or somebody else was saying that here's St. Joseph – uh, married to who likely was, uh, you know, even a, a physically uh, extremely attractive young lady and, and still mm-hmm. celibate and, you know, of course, no, no relations. That in and of itself would require a great degree of purity. So how, how does, mm-hmm. how, how does this, in an age when over sexualized age and, and horrendous problems mm-hmm. with pornography, how, how do people, how do men in particular turn to St. Joseph for this problem?
2: Yeah, well, I think that, you know, all men, no matter what their vocation, are called to have a chaste heart. So that's, you know, a lot of guys hear that and they think, no, wait a minute, I'm married. And It's like, okay, that's true. And you you have certain privileges in marriage, and Our Lady and St. Joseph did not have that because of the, of the uniqueness of their marriage and the mission that they were given. But you know, men who do, you know, you're called to, to, to have a chaste heart in your marriage, treat your wife with dignity and respect. And you're not, you know, it doesn't give you free reign to be a wild animal within the, you know, in the context of your marriage. So that's important because a lot of people today are really confused about what can I do? What can I not do? You're called to holiness. You're called to be a saint um, and to do things in a dignified way. So I think that's important for men to hear today because many, they've never heard that before.
0: Yeah. Did I, did I hear you say there's going to be a uh, part two of the book or uh, uh, something that you're putting out mm-hmm. with some additional information. Is that out yet or is that is that true?
2: Right, yeah. So in December, we're putting out the hardbound commemorative edition of the Consecration to St. Joseph, which is going to be fantastic. So I've got new material that I've discovered since the original one came out. It's going to have ribbons so you can set the pages. It's going to have more art. It's going to have Tons more things. It's going to be, I'm so excited about this. It's going to be absolutely amazing. Yeah. Is there anything
0: that you've learned this past year that you'd say, gosh, now that I know that, I wish I had thrown that in the book. Uh, any any new revelations yeah. that you've come across about St. Joseph?
2: Well, that one that I was mentioning that Dr. Brant Petrie um, made me aware of, the, the Greek in the New Testament, um, that goes into how old Joseph most likely was. That to me is mind-blowing and just revolutionary stuff that, um, yeah, so I'm preaching about that now, but um, it's not not in the book because I didn't know about it at the time.
0: Yeah, and the time that you give the presentation to the North Texas Catholic Men's Conference, it's going to be a little over a month before the end of officially. I think it's December eighth is going to be the end of the the year of Saint Joseph. How are you going to spend that last month? Do you just have talk after talk? Is there going to be some big crescendo Ooh. event? Or how are you going to close yeah. it? Out? How are you going to close it out?
2: Yeah, it's kind of, you're right. There is kind of like a crescendo feel to it. So yeah, I'm, I'm going to be continuing to speak constantly. And you know, the last consecration period for the year of St. Joseph, it actually begins on November sixth and it ends on December eighth, hmm. the day of the closing of the year of St. Joseph. That's the 33-day period. So I'm going to be posting stuff online on my, my Facebook page daily about that to get people excited as we, as you say, crescendo this great year. Yeah. And uh
0: last question, Father Donald Calloway is my guest. Uh, he, of course, is coming to the North Texas Catholic Men's uh, Fall Conference Saturday, November 6th. Uh, Good Shepherd uh, Parish in Colleyville. Men and their spouses uh, can come. And you know, when we go past the year of Saint Joseph, I know as much of, of devotion as you have, Father. You're going to want to continue to keep talking about him. But there's almost this sense of like, oh, that was so last year, <laughs> you know, Saint Joseph. Mm-hmm. How are you going to? What? How are you going to spend the next year? I don't know if there's going to be an official year declared of something mm-hmm. else, or uh, what, what, what? What? How would you expect? Do you think people are going to still want talks on this topic, or what? What, what are you anticipating mm-hmm. next year?
2: Yeah, I, th- I think it'll keep going. It, you know, there'll be nuances to it. We, I won't be talking about the year of St. Joseph specifically, but certainly devotion to him, consecration to him. And I'm actually working on a, a consecration to St. Joseph for children book right now. That'll be coming out next year. And then I'm I'm working on in the beginning phases of a graphic novel, like a cartoon kind of thing, like a comic book, um, to the whole St. Joseph stuff. So it's going to be, if those things come to fruition, which I believe they will, um, yeah, we're just going to keep this going. We're just going to keep keep going with it.
0: Yeah, amen. And if people want to keep track of the hardback uh, book that you are mentioning about and also the children's book, do they just go to your website? FatherCalloway.com,
2: right? Yeah, that, there's that one. And then we have one specifically for the St. Joseph stuff. It's just consecration org. Okay, uh, You can find out the stuff there as well.
0: All right, uh, Father Donald Calloway, thank you very much. We look forward to seeing you on November 6th. It's 8 to 1230, Good Shepherd Parish in Colleyville. There's going to be a whole lot going on, uh confession and some music, and uh, it's limited, too. Uh, I think they can only fit like 300 people. So uh, by all means, get your tickets, uh, CatholicBrothersForChrist.com. Father, thank you very much for your time. We look forward to seeing you um on, on the 6th.
2: Thanks, my friend. God bless you. We'll see you
0: there. Thank you very much. All right, there it is, uh, Father Calloway, and we are wrapping things up. Uh, th- this uh, interview, uh, Manny Trevino here with me. He serves as the music minister for the Catholic Brothers for Christ, and again, the event is going to be Saturday, November 6th, and it's from 8 until 1230. Good Shepherd Catholic Community Parish in Colleyville. Men and their spouses are invited uh, to come, and so um, I-, I see here music and re- reconciliation. There's a lot of other things going on, so can you tell us about Maybe how the, those four and a half hours are going to be laid out, Manny?
1: Yes, absolutely. So first when we arrive and, and go through registration, uh, you're going to have a light breakfast. Okay. Okay. Uh, so we'll arrive to a light breakfast, uh, and, uh, it'll be, uh, a stand up type thing where we, we just, uh, socialize and, and visit. And then, uh, then the program, when it's time for the program, we'll, we'll ask everybody to come down to the actual, to the, uh, to the, uh not the sanctuary, but the hall where we're actually going to have our, our actual event. And uh, we'll start with some praise and worship music. My son, Stephen, yeah. will be, uh, we'll be leading the music for praise and worship. And uh, as you know, praise and worship is nothing but prayer in song. Yeah, so, right. So we
0: always... He who sings praise twice, right? That's right.
1: That's right. <laughs> we always ask the Holy Spirit to join yeah. us and, and and help us out. Then we're go- we're going to go, we'll go right into... Uh, Father's Talk. We'll, of course, we'll make some announcements with Catholic Brothers and uh, how you can join us, how you can be a part of this men's movement. Uh, very important that uh, we, as we try to grow uh, in Christ, we, we socialize, we work with other men to keep that bond going and keep each other accountable uh to 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 living christ's life yeah so uh then uh after that of course we'll we'll listen to Father calloway, which uh, as you know as you've heard already he he is a powerful speaker he yeah. can he can be funny uh i'm 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 sure he will touch on his testimony and hopefully yeah. he'll bring his picture when his hair was all the way <laughs> down to his his belt yeah and yeah. uh so uh he's got a powerful story but i'm he, he's also going to talk to us about how, uh, at these times we really need, uh, uh, to be heroic yeah. and, and, and we need heroic men. We need pure men and we need, uh, to keep our families in Christ. Uh, so, so again, uh, the event is November 6th, uh, from eight to 1230 PM at Good Shepherd Catholic Community. It's in Colleyville. Uh, you can sign up. Through the CatholicBrothersForChrist.com website and uh, it's $25 and don't forget to bring your spouse. I do know that there are some, uh, young ladies that wanted to come real bad, so they're bringing their dads. So, oh, that's, that's right. okay. okay. That's okay, that's fine. Yeah. You know, but uh, it, it, the, the conference will be directed right. at men, but of course women, in fact, if I may real quick, yeah. the way we got in contact with Father Callaway as Mary and I were sitting watching a video, and she told me, that's who you need to get. Yeah. So yeah. I reached out to Father Callaway through his website, and boom, here we are. So – Women have a big part in our lives. Yeah, if it wasn't so. for
0: a, a woman named Mary, doesn't that sound so appropriate that uh, well, this would not have ever happened? Yes. Okay, in yes. more ways than one, Mary uh, had intervened uh, in this. So, all right, Manny, thanks so much uh, again, Manny Trevino's uh, our guest, and uh, of course Father Callaway. Great to hear from him as well. The tickets are available, twenty-five dollars. Gosh, that's that's a steal, and you're getting a light breakfast as well, and music, and a great talk. I mean, that's. That's the best bargain in town. It really and, is. Excuse me, and adoration. And adoration, okay. <laughs>
1: and reconciliation.
0: <laughs> yeah, hard to put a price on those, right? Uh, CatholicBrothersForChrist.com, CatholicBrothersForChrist.com. Time is running out. Limited seating. Uh, by the time this airs, who knows? We might be down to the the last 100 seats or so. And it's Saturday, November 6, 12, 8 to 1230, Good Shepherd Catholic Community Parish in Colleyville with Father Donald Calloway, the author of St. Joseph, The Wonders of our spiritual father many thanks for coming in good to see you and uh i look forward to seeing you uh at the at the conference thank you dave all right this has been the interview of the week uh here on the guadalupe radio network and uh if you have any suggestions for future shows always like and when people reach out uh if it's local and catholic it fits this program just email me dave palmer at grnonline.com god bless you
1: St. Jude Catholic Church in Allen offers a monthly support group for caretakers of people afflicted with Alzheimer's disease. The next meeting takes place on Thursday, November 4th, from 1 p.m. to 2.30 p.m. in Room 305 at the Pastoral Life Center, located at the parish in Allen at 1515 North Greenville Avenue. For more information or questions, contact Nancy at 404-683-3232. That's 404-683-3232. Or visit stjudeparish.com.
3: Hi, I'm Piper with Ingress Labs. My family
0: and I are parishioners at St. Philip the Apostle Catholic Church in Louisville and are active in several St. Philip
1: ministries. We are proud new sponsors of KATH 910AM. Ingress Labs helps businesses develop and maintain their IT systems. We also identify cybersecurity threats to your business. We're at 469-912-0397. Or you can email help at ingresslabs.com. That's help at ingress Ingress Labs, the company with the unusual name.
0: Hi, everybody, and welcome to this edition of the KTH 910 AM interview of the week here on the Guadalupe Radio Network here in North Texas. Glad you are with us and hope you're having a nice weekend. And uh, we're going to be talking for the next 20 minutes or so about a wonderful event that is coming up to commemorate... Veterans Day, Thursday, November 11th, and it is being sponsored by St. Paul Catholic Parish in Richardson and also their wonderful school, which we've done full interviews about in the past, St. Paul Catholic Classical School. And uh, I was a little surprised this uh, this event this parade has been going on for 23 years. And so it's a long-standing tradition and I want to thank Michelle Johnson who is the marketing specialist over there at the uh the school. And so for uh lining up uh, our guest today who is Tracy Lopez. She's parade coordinator and also teaches middle school at I should say middle school history. Uh, at St. Paul Classical uh, School there in Richardson. And so, (laughs) Tracy, well, welcome, and thanks for being here. Good to see you.
3: Thank you so much. I appreciate it.
0: Yeah, so uh, a little bit about yourself. Uh, I understand you first started uh, in counseling of students, and now you're uh, a teacher and also the head of the parade. So how did this all come about?
3: (laughs) Well, God's had many different paths for me to take. So I've been at St. Paul for almost 20 years, um, I started out as a kindergarten aide and moved to middle school. And my love of history and world cultures brought me there when I was looking for something to kind of sync with my children mm-hmm. when I had them when they were young. Yeah. So St. Paul had been my parish since my daughter was four. And we love the community. And there was an opportunity for me to teach history there. And I took over and my mentor, Susan Pike, um, had started the parade with Lou Lenzer who's passed but those two were on a bowling team and one night over bowling said hey we should do something to celebrate veterans and Lou's like yeah let's do something so it started as really a small little get-together and it's grown into 23 years of a wonderful parade the only parade in richardson and, oh, is
0: that right? The yes, only one the always only has one. been that that's surprising. Yes. Yeah. So 23 years. Did it start off as a parade or what you said? It was just kind of a, an event uh, and started out of, coming out of a ball, uh, bowling alley conversation. It, so, yes. uh, I'm sure it's developed and grown over the years. Has it?
3: It has, um, celebrating all veterans who are currently in service or has have served. And, um, we have a small, it's a small, Little line that we parade through our Saint Paul Drive, yeah, but we have police cars, we have fire trucks, we have military vehicles, sometimes we have Uncle Sam on stilts, um, <laughs> we have all the school kids make banners to thank our veterans, and we line up and parade through sometimes we have um, well, obviously, we have veterans coming yeah. through. We have each class parading through. Sometimes we have special guests. We have Richardson City Council members come, and the mayor sometimes comes depending oh, wow. on his schedule.
0: Does the whole school go?
3: The whole school participates. Okay the parish is invited we want to invite anybody from the community that is a veteran or is interested in supporting our veterans to come out and celebrate them and thank them for their service
0: yeah there's a parade at nine o'clock and other events to follow immediately Uh, patriotic music refreshments military items display and more what is the route where where will this be
3: we start at the very end of saint paul drive Okay. Which is at the end of our school field, football field. And it just kind of curves around into our par- parking lot. Yeah. We stop at a flagpole and the Knights of Columbus post their colors. So, and we say the pledge and mm-hmm. sing our national anthem. And then we parade into our gym where we have tables of memorabilia. Howard Davis is a wonderful. Um, gentleman that has been working with us for years and years uh, at, at least probably 20 years mm-hmm. and he has lots of men- memorabilia that he's collected over the yeah. years so we present that um he's older now i hope that he can make it again this year
0: yeah yeah and uh, what do you what is your personal connection to veterans day or how did they choose you i mean there's a lot of teachers a lot of people <laughs> there was this something that ha- there's a connection or did you just volunteer or what
3: No, I'm very interested in celebrating our veterans. My father was in the Navy um, in the late 1950s, and he was on a ship that was in a terrible storm, and he was on the outside duty where his line was tied to the outside of the ship walking along, and a big wave came and swept him away. Mm. Um, So he was out there with his life vest on, Floating in the middle of the ocean for three days. Really? Wow. And survived. It's a miracle.
0: Yeah. So, three days, he must have, that must have been. Just crazy. Yes. Well, we're thinking, is a shark going to show up or is there, am I just going to starve to death here? And so.
3: He said he was hallucinating and yeah. the fish ate all the hair off of his arms. Oh, my goodness. Um, and.
0: This was in the Pacific, Atlantic. Yes, in, the uh, pa- in, the Pacific. in the Pacific. Okay, Pacific, for three days.
3: For three days before another ship, they realized he was gone, but another ship could come get him.
0: So, oh, wow. What miracle. state was he in when they finally got him? Was he. He uh, was
3: a little hallucinating and not sure what day it was. Okay. Obviously dehydrated. Yeah. Hadn't yeah. had any food or water.
0: Wow. That, that, that almost sounds like the plot of a movie, doesn't it? It <laughs> does.
3: <laughs> it does. Some guy
0: floating in the ocean for three days. Yes, oh, wow. Yes. That, that's so, amazing.
3: Um, that's kind of our miracle story that we talk about in our family yeah. and how grateful um, we are that he gave. His life, his time, his service to his country. And my grandfather um, was in the Navy and was a cook on a ship during the Korean War and received a Purple Heart for bravery when their ship was hit. He helped um, some of the men that were in their eating and was life-threatening situations, he was able to help them and keep them alive.
0: Oh, my goodness. Wow, what amazing stories. We're talking about the St. Paul Catholic Classical School and Parish Veterans Day Parade, which is going to be Thursday, November 11th, uh, beginning at 9 o'clock, and some other events are going to follow, and the the parade, and go into, the I guess, the hall and see some of the memorabilia and things like that. My guest is Tracy Lopez, uh, parade coordinator and also teaches in the middle school there at St. Paul's uh, she's a history teacher and uh, what what an amazing uh connection uh, so from a logistics standpoint, if somebody's listening and they want, they think, oh, this would be great." Uh, do they, you know, bring a lawn chair? They make their own signs or any, anything. They should be prepared. Should they bring some water? Are there going to be refreshments? What, what, what? From a, a you know, bring the kids. Okay, bring the, the whole family, the kids, yes. or oh, what, what should they, they know?
3: Yes, bring the whole family. Um, they're welcome to watch the parade. We have lots of um, community members. Basically, if you want to bring – it's not that long, so if you wanted to bring a chair, you could um, to watch the parade go by. Um, We're probably – talking maybe 15-20 minutes Mm -hmm. and then we're moving to the flagpole we kind of process to the flagpole and then we have seating inside our gym so there's lots of um, seating for veterans for anybody that wants to come we have that we have water we have coffee we have refreshments for everybody they're welcome to listen to our program we have our student council president and vice president of our um, eighth grade and they help kind of emcee and help the program We have our choir singing um, patriotic music every so often, so they'll be able to listen to that. We listen to the veterans. Everybody takes turns to introduce themselves, tell us um where they've served, what they did, any interesting stories. So we really enjoy listening to all the different stories. Yeah. If they want to share, if they don't, that's up to them. Yeah.
0: And I think most uh, most all of the veterans from World War II, and certainly World War I, are pretty much passed on now. Yes, there, I, right. I think there may be a few, but that's kind of sad when you you really don't have that, that generation along any longer. Of course, we have some veterans from other wars uh, 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 since then. Well, what would Being the the daughter of a a hero in the military and also your grandfather as well, what do you think about the state of patriotism in the country right now? And in particular with this day, I I think Veterans Day has lost some of its uh, I get awareness, and fewer people are doing things on this day. All the more reason to get out there on an event for an event like this. Right. But would you say that uh, the, the the patriotism is is waning a little bit in the country, or what would you say?
3: I would agree with that, and I yeah. think that's happened over several years. But if people stop and think about who we're celebrating, is our veterans who are giving up so much and sacrificing for the common good. Yeah, and we really try to push that. Um, theme in our school to enlighten our children and families we get lots of support from our families in our school how proud we should be yeah our country isn't perfect but the people we're honoring the people that are sacrificing their time and giving up their lives in some cases yeah for the common good for our country so focusing on that positive
0: what, what do the, the kids say? You know, the, the, are, are they excited about this? Are they doing anything in preparation for it? Or what does it mean to the school and especially the students themselves?
3: Yes. Our art students already, our fifth grade class, um, is working on an art project of poppies from World War II. Okay. Um, so they're creating this beautiful, example um, they've created these poppies and we'll display them as um, part of our memorabilia and things to contribute each class prepares a poster a banner that um, they're creating they all do something maybe first grade has stars that they help put on with their name they might all color in the thank you to the veterans mm-hmm. some put postcards different things like that so each class talks about Veterans Day, goes over what we can do to be patriots of our country, how we can support and help doing service for
0: others. Yeah. Being that it's the only parade in the city of Richardson um, each year, do you get a lot of people outside the parish and school community that come? Or are you able, other than things like this, you know, uh, to promote it? Or would you say there's a lot of awareness of it in the city itself?
3: I would say there was some. We do get um, Texas Catholic comes out and sometimes does an article, but usually it's of the parade after it's over. Um, We try to put it in our bulletin for our parishioners and the local businesses around the school. We put up our flyers. So this is an op- awesome opportunity to invite our community and anyone that's interested to help support our veterans.
0: Yes, uh, this is uh, Tracy Lopez, Parade Coordinator and teacher at St. Paul Catholic Classical School, and it's the Veterans Day Parade, and everybody is invited. Uh, Richardson is pretty n- kind of centrally located. If you're in Allen or if you're in Dallas or even if you're in Tarrant County, you can come on over. I'm sure there are other parades that uh, may be closer to home, but if this one uh, uh, floats your boat, so to speak, then uh, you might as well... uh Plan on, on doing it and do something on Veterans Day to commemorate and thank the veterans for their sacrifices. It's Thursday, November 11th, uh, the 23rd year they have do it. It'd be, the parade begins at 9 o'clock. And as Tracy said, it's not going to uh, last very long. Any, any cost or anything to buy? Are the refreshments free or do yes. you know, they just come with, you know, just participate, right? Yes,
3: please. The parade itself is about 15, 20 minutes. But then the assembly is probably a good 45 minutes in our gym. Okay. So we really would love to have people here and support our veterans.
0: Yes. I did a uh, interview recently with, I, I believe it was your principal and we talked about, and, and, and Father John came out and I've had, I've interviewed him a number of times, Father Timo as well. Yes. We have really great relationship with uh, the parish. Uh, with you having been a teacher there for what, nineteen twenty years, you said, you probably have seen a lot of changes in the, in the school. Most recently, I think in the last couple of years, it becoming a classical school. What what, what does that mean for the school and how has it changed perhaps your uh, teaching history or, or what does that mean to, to be a classical school now?
3: Um, well, we kind of take this classical model of making sure we're focusing on the basics, looking yeah. back at reading and writing, but thinking, getting the kids to think for themselves, which yeah. we were already doing. We've kind of tweaked the manner in that we're doing, Um, having more seminar style classes, more discussions really trying to get the kids to reach those higher critical level thinking skills.
0: Yeah, I can imagine in history that would be very important because rather than just studying dates and people's names and when the Civil War started and ended, you could start talking about, you know, why do you think it happened? Do you think it was necessary? Could it have been avoided? That kind of thing, right? Yes. Where there's more discussion uh, related around the uh, the events themselves. Very interesting. Yes. Um, by the way, website for the school is s... SPSDFW.org SPSDFW.org St. Paul Catholic Classical School located at 720 South Floyd Road in Richardson. That The parish has been around a long time, isn't that? I, I know it's yes. so older than St. Joseph's. It's definitely the oldest Catholic parish in, in Richardson, right? Yeah, I yeah. guess it is. I, I think it uh, goes, goes, goes way back. And of course, uh, uh, Father John and Father Timo as well. Veterans Day Parade. I, I asked you, I'm just curious about November 11th. I've got a good friend, Steve and Cindy Porter in Irving. They have Porter's Army Navy and they do a big Veterans Day uh, event at their store every day. And I and I asked you this before we started recording. On November 11th, uh, what, what, what's the significance? I think it does have some historical significance uh, for the 11th each year. Year, right.
3: It does. Um, it started with President Wilson. Um, it was Armistice Day in 1919 yeah. to kind of recognize, um, get businesses to stop, have a parade a little bit, recognize, and um, the war to end all wars. Mm-hmm. So this time, just to kind of recognize this was this great war, and that turned in after World War II. Yeah. Um, Eisenhower in 1954. Issued the first Veterans Day to celebrate all veterans mm-hmm. in all of our wars to, for their patriotism, their love of country, their willingness to serve. And sacrifice for the common good.
0: Yeah, remind us again the the actual parade itself. I think you said it's going to be fifteen twenty minutes or so. What who, what will be the, the the cars or the what will, who will be parading? I think you mentioned a little bit of that before, but remind us who who will be in the parade.
3: We have um, the Knights of Columbus. We have police cars. Um, sometimes. McGruff, I believe, is his name. The crime dog? The crime dog. Yes, the crime dog's there. The kids love that. Fire trucks do their sirens. Um, We have veterans from the VFW. We have veterans from our school, for our parish, anybody. We have um, convertibles for them. We have old antique cars in there. Um, This year, we're supposed to have a big military vehicle, big Mm -hmm. truck coming. Um, Uncle Sam on stilts. We have, um, sometimes the scouts. We have yeah. the scouts come. Yeah. We have um, the Bishop Lynch band coming. Oh, their wow. drum line. Oh, that's cool. Super excited about that. Yeah. that always pumps they'll up the crowd. They'll be marching. Yes, uh, they'll be marching. Oh,
0: wow, wow. And, and, and yeah, just the sound of a parade. I mean, it's it's so I don't know. It's kind of a throwback. You know, you think yes. of the parades, but it's uh, it's such an uh, uh, amazing thing. You mentioned the police are involved. Is this does the city officially recognize this? Is the city of Richardson helping to promote it, or uh, you know, being directly involved in the right. in the parade itself?
3: Yes. Um, And our Richardson mayor and city council members usually attend and ride in the cars and parade through as well Um, and usually say kind of a few words um, before the assembly yeah. finishes. Okay. So, yes, we work with the city of Richardson, the police department. Um, we get permits. The Knights of Columbus, Joe Prampin, he helps us coordinate as well, and they've been doing that for years. Yeah. Um, Jim yeah. Massey, who's passed, I used to work with him for many years,
0: mm-hmm.
3: um, getting the parade set up and started. It's a big event and a community
0: yeah, very nice. Coming together. Well, we're just down to our last few minutes. Again, Tracy Lopez, parade coordinator and teacher at uh, St. Paul Catholic Classical School. You can visit them online, SPS dfw.org, dot dfw.org. I presume that means St. Paul School, dfw.org, right? Yes. <laughs> uh, the parade is going to be starting at 9 o'clock with some other events to follow, as we've talked about. Uh, patriotic music, refreshments, military items, display and more, Thursday, November 11th on Veterans Day uh, and right there at, at the school. And you can find out more, you can find out the address and all that uh, by on that website, uh, sponsored by St. Paul Catholic classical school and also the parish um, a, as well and uh, anything else uh, I, I want to just put in a, a a plug for Catholic schools we recently did a whole two hour broadcast at the, um, the the bishops golf tournament yes. interviewed Bishop Burns and Bishop Kelly and uh, Dr. Vrikey and uh, what's uh, you've been in Catholic school education for 20 years now uh, what do you see as the advantage of it what's the blessing of, of sending children to a school like St. Paul's
3: Oh, both of my kids went through Catholic school, all through high school, and one of them through college as well. Wow. So very important to me for them to be able to live out their faith, to be able to pray. I love praying with my students. We do special intentions, getting to know them mm-hmm. um, and have that community to know. We call it our prayer warriors, prayer warriors. So that's so nice to be able to pray the rosary. We have a beautiful prayer garden yeah. Um, at our parish and taking the kids out there during the day, having them meditate on the rosary. Yeah. All of that, feeding their soul.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Trying full, to get
3: them to college and heaven.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Fully, fully Catholic, right? In all yes. ways. Uh, well, Tracy, thank you for being here. And, uh, just a reminder that this is the interview of the week. And, uh, if you want to do something special or bring your family to, uh, I, I don't know could you not only say celebrate, but commemorate Veterans Day and celebrate the the life of especially those who have uh, paid the ultimate price uh, for so that we could be free. It's uh, Thursday, November eleventh, twenty-third year they've done done it. Parade starts at nine o'clock. They're at uh, St. Paul Drive, is that what you yes. said?
3: 720 South Floyd Road.
0: Okay, seven twenty South Floyd Road. Richardson seven five zero eight zero. You can visit the website SPSDFW.org. SPSDFW dot org and uh, Tracy, thanks for coming all the way out here. I know you probably had to sacrifice or miss a, a class or something, uh, and uh, but I appreciate you being here. And also thanks to Michelle Johnson uh, at the uh, the school for lining this up. So thanks for being here.
3: Thank you very much. We appreciate your time and helping us get the word out, and hope to see some new faces at our event for celebrating our veterans and commemorating them. Yeah, amen.
2: Thanks for listening to KATH 910 AM, Frisco, Dallas, Fort Worth. Catholic Radio for your soul in North Texas on the Guadalupe Radio Network. Heard also at grnonline.com and on your smartphone.